0: welcome to the collecting heroes podcast my name is jd i am your host the collector of collectors and today i'm very happy to have a guest on who just happens to be another guinness world record holder i've um, been very fortunate in having not one but two guinness world record holders throughout the this first season of the show so please fire up your proton packs and give a warm welcome to to my guest today, Robert O'Connor. Robert, thank you for being on the show. Thank you for having me. That's okay, that's okay. Um, Now, I mentioned that you are a Guinness World Record holder for particularly, and people might have picked this up when I said the proton packs, for Ghostbusters. Uh, Now we can talk about the Guinness World Record soon, but as someone who has listened to my podcast, as you mentioned to me earlier, when we Mm -hmm. were talking before I started recording, you know that the way i like to probably start this conversation off is to find out a little bit of history of you and how did you come to love ghostbusters so if you could just walk us through that journey how did you or when did you become a ghostbusters fan it's
1: very uh i, I i'll tell you I, uh, it's not uh i hope you don't share pity on me or anything <laughs> like that uh, it's not for that but it's the truth uh when i started collecting ghostbusters as about four years old Mm -hmm. Uh, my grandfather had given me a uh, kenner plush state puff marshmallow man cool um i growing up i didn't we didn't have a lot of money um so what we had was what we got and we had to take care of it uh, because you didn't know like the next time you may get something um Mm -hmm. we moved around a lot uh there was a lot of uh chaos uh put it that way and um ghostbusters i had saw uh, I was a I was four, um, watching the cartoons. The second movie was being filmed,
0: uh, yeah. so there
1: was a lot of Ghostbusters merchandise all over the place. You couldn't go anywhere without seeing the logo. Um, and I had saw the movie, and it was about these four guys. Um who had gotten together. They weren't rich. They had no superpowers. Um, You know, they, you weren't super strong, super fast. Uh, Like I said, you weren't a billionaire. Uh, These were four friends who had came together and, uh, fought the unknown. They didn't know what they were doing. That was yeah. the joke in the whole movie. <laughs> Even in the second movie, that was one of the jokes. They had yeah. no idea what was what was going to happen. Uh everything was in theory. Um so that was something that really resonated with you.
0: Yeah. Sort of didn't a, have a, little, do a little bit of fancy but also that real world feel of these people who could also, you know, come from almost nothing to become something and and, and do it.
1: Yeah, you didn't have to have powers. You didn't, like I said, you didn't have to have any. You had to have courage and bravery to face the unknown. And that was kind of my life uh, for a very long time. I didn't know know, what was gonna happen day to day. Um, Hmm. And I kind of used that uh, you know, to solve, well, not really solve, but to take on a lot of problems that I had when I was a kid.
0: So that really helped you to get through some difficult times during your, during your childhood? Yeah, right?
1: and even now, you know, even now I've had quite a bit of uh, difficult times. My um, uncle who had passed away, he had committed suicide, uh, when I'm me, sorry. my life, my me, and my wife were living in Grafton with him, so we had to move. Um, obviously, you don't want to, you know, stay in a house full of that negative energy.
0: Yeah. Okay. So you were um, living in the house with your uncle. Yeah,
1: at the- Yeah.
0: Oh wow! I'm so sorry to hear that. Well,
1: and. You know i lost my dad a lot sooner than what i should have been i lost another uncle uh both of them to uh drug addictions so i've always used ghostbusters ghostbusters was my it's my armor um, wow
0: robert you're making me you're making me joke up i'm i'm so, like i but- I I love it. I love this whole, and this is one of the reasons I do this podcast is and and love to hear these stories from people is because there is this emotional connection that I think a lot of collectors have to these properties. And some of it can come from these personal experiences. So hearing about your personal experiences, and I don't, I'm not, I don't want to make you relive certain things. I do appreciate you sharing that information with me. Um, but I just think that's so great. And that's such a wonderful thing about these, franchises and these characters mm-hmm. that can you know bring some joy to our day and and you know give you a sense of hope and and obviously get you through those times and yeah, and yeah. that's a, it's a perfect explanation to why you probably became so obsessed with collecting maybe especially as someone who as you mentioned as a child weren't able to have you you weren't able to have every toy off the shelf yeah. that you wanted you know your your mother and couldn't give that to you you, um and I completely understand that you know I grew up myself not having I mean I wouldn't say I was well off I wouldn't say I was bad off but I mean yeah there were certain things that you you could get certain toys and certain toys you couldn't have um yeah but yeah I completely thank you for sharing that with me and and as I said I can completely understand why
1: why you would have this um connection to that you know, growing up, it was uh, even now. Uh, it's still really difficult. You know, I have um, PTSD, OCD. Um, I'm dyslexic, um, and when I have a I wouldn't not an episode quote unquote, quote, mm-hmm. um, but I come in here and I I look around. And I you have down. a lot of pictures hanging up of friends and some of the celebrities that I've met and it helps center me. And like I said, it's my it's my armor. You yeah. know, I'm wearing a Ghostbuster shirt right now and uh it it helps. It helps. And I'm sure you can relate with Batman. You know, Batman didn't have the greatest of times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I, I uh the bat signal that's his armor, you know. That's... I'm also
0: wearing a Batman shirt, actually.
1: Yes, <laughs> yes.
0: Let's talk about the friends actually. Let's go um mm-hmm. we'll go back to your collection, but I just want to um also talk about I know one of the things you do uh, you know, coming from that background that you were just talking about, but you also now bring a lot of joy to people as well through your collecting of Ghostbusters, but also being I guess a ghostbuster yourself so tell me a bit about the charity work you do
1: um and the organization that you're a part of uh yeah um in high school i used to actually get made fun of because i would tell friends or somebody would overhear me that i'm gonna be a a ghostbuster one day and uh shortly after um i don't remember if we were married or not um i think we were but anyways i was on the internet and i stumbled across uh, a website they had ghostbusters fans all over the world on this website nice. and uh, they were there was a tab that you could uh, click on and it would show uh, franchises. And I was scrolling through and didn't uh, see anything for the Northeast area of Ohio. And then I had, I was on a form and uh, one of the guys on there, his name's Tony, and then another guy, uh, Marty, And then another guy, um, Mark. And we kind of kicked around this idea of making a franchise. Uh, So we got together. uh, We came up with the name, which is the Northeast Ohio Ghostbusters. Cool. Um, We made a logo. Uh, I have, I don't know, I got one of our patches floating around. I was going to try to show you. You can Uh, send me a
0: photo and I can share on Instagram if you'd like.
1: Okay, yeah, that'd be great. Um, So we made up a logo. Uh, We got together on the forum and talked. And believe it or not, I hadn't met these guys. It was just through the internet. I didn't know what they looked like. Um, And we set up an event and Marty and Tony... Like, okay, let's do it. Uh, and the event was to drive eight hours into PA to meet Dan Aykroyd. So I'm going to meet Dan Aykroyd with two complete strangers. Uh, I don't know them personally. Uh, and we got our gear and uh, we all jumped in my car and we drove eight hours to go meet Dan Aykroyd at a Crystal Head Vodka signing. Uh, and that's how the Northeast Ohio Ghostbusters became what it was. Um, now we do charity events, uh, birthday parties, parades, uh, hospital visits. Uh, we've done a little bit of everything for everybody. we worked a lot of nonprofit organizations um, for years now, we've been working with uh, Special Wish, which is a um, a regional Make-A-Wish type foundation. Okay, cool. Uh, and we've been working with them, and we fundraise throughout the year, and then we grant one big check to them so they can go and grant a wish right away or multiple wishes. Uh, so that's been uh, that's been the Northeast Ohio Ghostbusters uh, in a nutshell I think awesome. this year uh, marks 10 years that our group has been a uh, officially recognized uh, Ghostbusters group by Ghost Corp and Sony Pictures
0: nice look looking at you I I don't think you're an incredibly like Older guy. Attractive. So, well, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's why I I've got a face for podcasting. That's why I do this, right? <laughs> yeah, I hear you. <laughs> no, like you don't know, strike me as a particularly older uh, person. Um, and you said you've been doing this for ten years. How old were you when you first joined them?
1: Or, or uh, made well, ten group years group? ago, that would have made me uh, twenty-seven. Oh, okay. So I'm thirty-seven well, now.
0: You, look, I, I would have picked you at being uh, a couple of years younger than that, even. So thank you. <laughs> yeah, which means that you were born after the first movie came out. Then, just slightly yes. after. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, that's so cool mm-hmm. that you are such a huge fan of this franchise. That was or started like before you were even born um, yeah one year i was
1: born in 85 and uh, ghostbusters released in 84 here in the u.s nice
0: nice so let's talk a little bit about your collection now i mean obviously we we, we know a little bit the history of how you got into ghostbusters is Awesome charity work that you're now doing. But let's talk about the collection because that's why we're here, right? As well. So yeah. you have been collecting since obviously four years old was the that was the first item in your collection. Mm-hmm. Um, and you are the Guinness World Record holder with uh, let me just mm-hmm. think so, right, 1221 pieces. It's mm-hmm. an official record that you were given back yep. in 2020. Um, and much like my other uh counterpart, all the other Guinness world record holder that I've had on the show so far, Victoria. Um, Mm -hmm. I think you were the first person to hold that record as well, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Excellent. And because she had the first, she was the first person to hold the wizarding world memorabilia record. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. and just before you, you would, you alluded to the fact that maybe you've spoken to Victoria before you have some sort of connection to her.
1: What, what, what was that? Uh, Victoria is a sweetheart. Um, For anybody who is listening to this, go give her a follow. Um, She is an amazing person. She's much like me in a way with the disabilities, and she does not let that stop her. She's an amazing person. Uh, Before I had even applied for the Guinness World Record, um i did a lot of research um i tried to find actually somebody who had a ghostbusters uh world record and it, it didn't exist mm-hmm. i i was really shocked and uh i was looking up people that have had previous records and uh victoria actually had popped up in one of the google searches and i had reached out to her kind of try to get some feelers on what they expect what you need to do Mm -hmm. and without hesitation she wrote me back and uh kind of Steered me in the direction that I should go, or what she did that didn't work. Um, it was a long she, for her.
0: she, we spoke about that on on the episode
1: that she was on. Uh huh. Yeah, she had um, she tried multiple times for that record, and uh, it didn't work uh, like two or three times, I think it was. And the okay. BBC was helping her. Um. And I was watching her go through all of this because of her social media, and I was following her, and uh, I was kind of keep in touch with her. Like, hey, I'm going to get ready to do this, and like I said, she'd she'd reply right back and say, you know, good luck, congratulations. When I told her I had gotten the record, <laughs> um, and she here it well. I went and picked up the 2022 book. I had a buddy in mine who messaged me and he goes, I want my book signed. Yeah. And I said, uh, I was like, Oh, okay. What book did you get? Who do you want signing it? Uh, you know, I was thinking like maybe Bruce Campbell or something along that line. And he sent me a photo and it's me in the book. And I was like, I literally, I was working on my car and I, cause I'm a gearhead too, but I would drop literally everything, push my car into the garage, got my keys, ran up to target, found the book, flipped to the page. And there oh, I no. am. Wow. I didn't <laughs> even know I had made the book. That's cool. And I, after i got done freaking out that was in the book Uh, i was sifting through it and i had saw a photo of victoria Uh so i sent her a message sent her a photo and i said congratulations on making the book again she goes what book is this and i said it's the 2022 (laughs) guinness book and she goes oh my god you know and she went on amazon ordered it right there and then sent me a message she goes i got it she goes it's really cool she didn't think that she would make the book again because <laughs> i think uh i think somebody else had gotten the record yeah in between that
0: also from wales and other um some yeah uh,
1: some someone Nicole lewis like i i forget her
0: name now um off the top of my head um Tracy Nickel Lewis. Uh she, okay. uh, she, now has the record with over 5,000 pieces. Wow. Uh, and she's lives less than an hour, <laughs> like oh, wow. well, from cool. where, from where Victoria is. She, you're That's right. Awesome. She is such a lovely person. Yes. Um, and she's so, I, when I asked her to be on the show, she was so gracious in, in immediately being like, I would love to be on the show. Yeah, um, and also, when we had issues with recording, as you may have heard, because I think you said you listened to the episode, uh, she was really gracious in giving me a time back. And for the listeners who may have listened to that episode already as well, I actually recently got the chance to meet her. I was actually in London and got the chance to meet her, and she was just as lovely in person, Um, and it was amazing. And, yeah, I can just imagine exactly how helpful she was and how supportive she was during that period she was
1: She was great I actually looked at shipping my uh, Guinness book to her they have it signed mm-hmm. but it's just so expensive so I couldn't I couldn't justify it maybe I'll write her a letter and just have her sign the letter or something i'll tell you what after, after, the
0: show's, after the show's done recording maybe we can uh, we can chat about it maybe i can i can help you out there because i think it's so great that the two of you have been on the show maybe i can help to facilitate something like that um but we can talk that about is that
1: a, that's actually how i found your instagram was through her she had posted it in their stories oh yeah and i was like oh okay so i was sifting through and looking and i was like this is really cool this is uh this looks like a lot of fun and then i had tagged you in one of my photos and you had replied back yeah, like, Hey, do you want, it's like, oh yeah, that'd be oh, great. So I didn't know I that that's though. how you found me. Yeah. Right? Okay, great. I, I, uh, the, <laughs> See, the, the, I had a good story, the, and, story and, to tell you about Victoria. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, She's yeah. the whole reason for this. <laughs> wow.
0: Okay. Wow. She, yeah. Victoria, if you're listening, thank you. Um, yeah. That That's amazing. I, I had no idea that's how you found me um mm-hmm. that's really cool that's really cool let's talk again about let's get let's keep talking about the collection so uh-huh. 11, like 1200 sorry pieces how do you go about like storing those like with, with where you live like so you've got a dedicated room I see yeah um, for that I've got the back uh-huh. AP where I live where I, most of my things live yours is a dedicated uh-huh. room and I, and from what you said to me earlier the wife likes you to keep that sort of contained. Not many pieces make it out of the room. Is that
1: correct? Yeah, there's very few pieces that actually make it out of this room. Uh, it's funny that you call it it's contained because it kind of is the containment unit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, most everything stays in here. Um, I actually, in my collection... Uh, despite the world record being at 1,221, I actually have probably somewhere around four to 5,000 items. Wow, jeez. Um, there's some things that uh, collectors consider memorabilia, and there's things that Guinness considers memorabilia well, so there's official pieces right it needs to be officially yeah, and things like that there's a lot of um there's a lot of hoops and paperwork uh that you have to go through mm. um, so like i have um like doubles don't count there's a lot of like i said there's a It's not all cut and dry when it comes to Guinness and all of their requirements. Uh, But everything stays for the most part in this room. I have a couple uh, signed LPs. Uh, Anytime me and my wife go to a convention or we go to meet somebody, I try to have them sign a laser disc or a uh, LP cover. Mm-hmm. That way I can frame it and we hang them up in the house. Yeah, they're perfect for that. Yeah, and they look really cool. They got a cool story. It's something that, you know, when friends come over, it's like, that is so cool. And then you can <laughs> tell them the story. Uh, you know, so that's that's what we try to do but yeah everything stays in the room. it's uh very cluttered <laughs> at
0: times <laughs> well uh m- most collectors especially with large scale collections it's it's hard to keep things tidy it's a it's a yes. ongoing process in in storing always and playing and, and dusting and all that sort of stuff like that mm-hmm. actually let me let me also go back there's something that uh another listener recently um mentioned to me that they thought I should potentially ask and I thought it'd be a good one to ask you as someone who might not be as well off or you know like who grew up not being as well off and not being able to collect every toy you ever wanted um Mm -hmm. with your collection do you have sort of is there a budget that you need to sort of stick to for items do you tend to have like I put away a certain amount per month or I, I can only spend a certain amount per item how long does it take you to amass this and Sort of what sort of cost is it?
1: Well, I've been collecting for a little bit. I've Obviously, I was four uh, when I first got my item. Um, so I've been collecting since there, so over 30 years. And believe it or not, um, 90% of the items that I have are bought on a budget, between five and fifteen dollars. Wow, wow,
0: yeah. I so, I like mean,
1: that. I work I two jobs, or, or it, <laughs> it might be more, uh, but I have my regular nine to five, um, and then I'm constantly doing side work, whether it's fixing cars or I remodeled a friend's bathroom. Um, so I do a little bit of everything on the side, and I make a little bit of extra money. I, you know, seventy percent of that has to go to the wife, <laughs> and <laughs> then the pays other third right? she, she pays the
0: mortgage and the bills, the rent. The yeah, rent. yeah.
1: So, but yeah, my collections based off of between five and fifteen dollars, maybe twenty bucks uh, here and there. I don't just go dump a huge, amount of money. Um, the most expensive thing that I've ever purchased at once would be the, um, the Kenner Ectoglose that I have on card. I bought those off my buddy, Mark, uh, who's in the Ghostbusters group with me, mm-hmm. uh, for 250 bucks at a time.
0: And they're they're like a rare item, like they're they're really like a collectible item for
1: most Ghostbusters collectors. Uh, yeah, most Ghostbusters. I don't know if you would consider them like a holy grail, but I mean, a lot of collectors do. Uh, mine are on card; they're unpunched, which means they've never seen a peg in the store. Um, they were uh case removed. They were never put on a peg. Yeah, yeah. Um which is pretty rare. Is rare. Um, but they go for big dollars right now. Big dollars.
0: Wow. I five to fifteen dollars. I can't
1: <laughs> I think that's I think that's an
0: amazing number like, to be able to stick to, to a, a budget like that. And I think it's a great thing for anyone listening to this who's maybe thinking of collecting or who is collecting themselves, who might be stringing together, you know, a, a small budget to know that yeah. you can amass a wonderful collection. And I tell you what, if, like looking at your collection in the background and and you gave me a little quick tour prior to this recording,
1: yeah.
0: it's an amazing collection. Like I didn't expect you to have such a small budget for 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 most of those items how do you go about sourcing those would they be like would ebay be where you would go mostly or through the like the groups and
1: people that you know um i i try to stay off of ebay and amazon and there's a couple other ones um i try to stay local i try to deal with local toy hunters local businesses Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. local comic shops nice um ebay has not been a huge thing since covid since covid has hit um i do a little bit more online shopping Mm -hmm. um, as much as i would like to Stick to the local comic book shops. I guess and you're stuff. competing
0: against a lot more collectors around, and that that drives the price up, and makes it harder to stick to that but Yeah,
1: it does. It's um, it sucks. <laughs> There's really no other word for it. Like Hasbro has, uh, they raised their prices on all their figures not once but twice. Mm um they're like 31 dollars and some change now for some of the hasbro figures which they were 20 bucks two years ago okay so there's there's been the market is so overinflated you know between people not working a little little longer to collect those items and obviously yeah Mm -hmm. so um and with Unfortunately, with Ghostbusters, it hit um, Ghostbusters Afterlife was supposed to be released in July, actually on my dad's birthday, uh, July 10th, which is one reason why Afterlife means a ton to me and the success of it. Um, Amazing. And. Uh, it was in this weird place because it got delayed. And then you see some of the merchandise drop, but then it was taken away. Uh-huh. And then they're like another release date. And they're like, oh, here's other stuff. And then they're like, no, we're not doing it now because the movie has been pushed back again. <laughs> yeah,
0: it did, get, it did get pushed back a couple times, did not it?
1: Yeah, so... With Afterlife, it was really weird collecting stuff because you would see, like, one or two things pop up, and then you'd see massive truckloads of something being dumped, and then you will find, you know, one or two things, and then something else would just be, like you know, they would just unload and there'd be so much of it. It was just, it's a weird place for afterlife. Like they were supposed to have Ghostbuster afterlife Twinkies, uh, which I was excited for. And about three months before the current release, I was at my local grocery store and I had saw the display for the Ghostbusters afterlife Twinkies and I ran over <laughs> to the display and they're all regular Twinkies. Uh, Isn't like,
0: there's supposed to be that like, blue one. Did I see that right? Did yeah. See, like, a, like a blue cream or something like that? Yeah. So we really have some of these things online advertised as well. I, yeah, it know, was food
1: stuff. It was they were supposed to do like a muncher themed. Twinkie, of course, we didn't know the monsters or the ghosts name Mm -hmm. at the Mm -hmm. time, Um, but it was a blue cream-filled Twinkie. Yeah, I thought, thought. yeah. And uh, I saw the display and I ran to the the manager and I was like, please, you gotta let me have it. He goes, if you can find a shelf to put the Twinkies on, you can have it. (laughs) So I unloaded, I cleared out this nice space right next to all the suites and I stuffed all the Twinkie boxes in there <laughs> cool. and I took the <laughs> display and I put it in my cart. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> like something of... I would have
0: done. Like it's called yeah. a Batman display or something like that. You can actually, exactly. you can, for me, I have a, a large cardboard cutout. Batman. Okay, yeah, I see and him. That one's actually from the Batman vs. Superman movie. Uh, it says uh-huh. to Batman at the bottom of it um That's and that cool. was something that originally i had to sort of beg and plead to get from the store um because it was supposed to go back to warner brothers
1: um yeah you right. had uh you mentioned that you put your name on it yeah, uh, yeah. you're hoping for them to call you, you.
0: Yeah. correct yeah, yeah. Uh, that's it's, really that's cool, cool. That's really cool and i know that a large part of your well not i don't know how much large but i know there is a chunk of your collection that is uh food and, and novelty themed so yeah. I imagine that was a really cool item for you to get for your collection
1: yeah i put all my uh ghostbuster afterlife cereal on it <laughs> i don't really have a spot for it per se it's just sitting there and i have my ghostbusters afterlife poster sitting in front of that cuz i don't have anywhere to hang that just yet so space is the enemy of you know. collectors it is <laughs> it is
0: <laughs> robert uh, i i want to um i want to wrap this up shortly cuz i don't want to take too too much of your time and also you know, I tried to keep these condensed to a yeah. certain, certain time. Uh, you did mention a- again at the start, uh, before we started recording that you had to listen to a few episodes and that you were aware uh-huh. that I occasionally do. Throw a quiz out there for people. Uh-huh. And I uh-huh. did actually, for you, I did come up with a quiz as well. So all right, I think, I think let's do it. I think <laughs> let's go through the quiz. You see
1: how bad I am.
0: With this. <laughs> I, th- I look, I think. I like to think most of these are kind of
1: easy to medium sort of level questions. Okay. Maybe, well, as well, maybe long as it, has, it might get a little tougher. As long as it has nothing to do with the reboot, I should be good. Uh, cause I don't definitely definitely
0: I'm yeah, not I'm not I've even not, gonna... I've not included the reboot we, we don't, we don't talk about the reboot it's not part of yes the coming, right yes <laughs> good man um, all right so let, let's dive into it then I've all got right five questions for you okay we'll start with a, a nice easy one off the bat question
1: number one Hope so
0: can you name all four Ghostbusters from the original movie
1: uh yeah that's uh raymond stance egon spangler uh peter bankman and winston zetha yes yes
0: ding 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 perfect nice easy one just to get you warmed up there
1: it Number works two,
0: who directed the first two original films in 84 and 89. ivan reitman perfect and for a bonus point okay his son directed afterlife what's his son uh-huh.
1: jason Wright. Man.
0: yeah perfect ding 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 and uh we won't, have, we won't have any spoilers but i did love what jason did in that film especially towards the end um, yes I, I i won't mention it for anyone who hasn't seen the movie i won't say anything more but um You're i have a tissue
1: that- box before you go <laughs> yeah for those,
0: those deeper connected like that love the franchise definitely there's a there's definitely some cool moments. Uh, mm-hmm. all right. Number three, uh, what is the name of the fire station in New York? That was Ghostbusters HQ.
1: Yeah. It's uh, a uh, hook and ladder.
0: number yeah. eight. Aha. Perfect. Ding, ding, ding. I was you know, number eight, I actually was in New York in 2020. Um, and that was one of the places I wanted to visit. I didn't get a chance,
1: unfortunately.
0: So if I go back to New York, I definitely (laughs) want to go and and visit a photo there. Yes. Okay. Number four, we're coming down. This is where it might get a little bit more difficult. -er. Uh, All right. we'll, We'll see. Um, what is the number on the, we're ready to believe you advertisement?
1: Oh, that's the phone number. So is 25, it 25, 25, 25, Okay. Or so is it?
0: It's five, five, five. Is correct. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And after that, what is... was it
1: twenty eight, twenty eight? What was? That's like the one a, uh, I thought this. I wasn't sure if this would be one that stump you. Uh, Most people wouldn't yeah. pay attention
0: it's... to this number. I don't think.
1: Yeah, I can almost. I know it's You're it's the same number there. repeating i think it's five right? five two three six eight oh two three six eight okay you, i know you did have in, a two and an uh, eight in there that you so yeah i'll, I'll give you a half I, a point there uh, well i know that i think on ecto-1a it's like twenty eight twenty eight is what it uh or 2020. Uh, so, <laughs> I knew that one of them was a repeating number. So, yeah, yeah. Five, I don't know half that's not that's bad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's okay. Look, I mean, that's one of those little kind of deep dive kind of questions. Yeah, like, it's like yeah. I wasn't you sure. You got me I, on that one. Yeah, that's okay. All right, this one again, not sure. Like, um, if you know this one, so the villain in Ghostbusters 2 mm-hmm. is vigo of carpathia Mm -hmm.
1: can you name the actor that played vigo i cannot um he was in die hard Uh, i think he was a a wrestler if i remember correctly at one point in his career correct um i do not remember his name i know they had a voiceover actor uh-huh. redo all of his kind of his lines kind of like uh darth vader yeah yeah uh but i can't i couldn't tell you his name no, no that's fine that's
0: fine it's willem von hamburg or Hol- there you go homburg i think it is sorry um I'll,
1: I'll i'll throw in a little bit of a extra little thing i don't know if you know but the twins in Ghostbusters 2 mm-hmm. uh that played Oscar, there were twins that played the baby. Yep, yep. Uh they are the nephews, so their uncle is John Denver, who is a popular country singer. Yeah, I
0: know John Denver, yeah
1: yeah those are his nephews oh cool well cool. <laughs> wow,
0: i i love the extra tidbits of um side information and you know even though you didn't get that last question correct yeah you did have you did have a, a lot of information that people probably wouldn't know in regards to, to that guy so some interesting articles actually about um uh, willem uh he had a bit of a bit of a troubled life it seems like that or he mm-hmm. a bit of a dark character um he that was his biggest role that he had yeah. you know, in Ghostbusters 2 and uh yeah he did he did also do wrestling um and mm-hmm. I think boxing at one point as well but yeah very interesting articles about about his life and and up to when he unfortunately did pass away um in mm-hmm. the early 2000s look as I said, I don't want to take too much of your time. So thank you very much. I, I think you, you still definitely passed anyway. I think, <laughs> I think you probably have more ghostbusters knowledge than the average person, uh, as, as you should. Um, yeah,
1: just so a little thank, bit. Yeah.
0: So thank you very much for being on the podcast as with everyone thank you for having me. else, uh, would like you to throw out your socials. Where could people find you if they want to go and see your collection?
1: Um, well, there's a couple of places, um, You can go on Facebook and just type in Robert O'Connor. It's O apostrophe C O N N O R or Instagram, just Robert O'Connor one, one, one. And then my email is Bobby 22 underscore eight at hotmail.com. And, um, I'm doing, uh, Trying to get into public speaking as well to share some of my experiences with life and Guinness and collecting and dealing with some of those things. So you can always look at uh, my Facebook, Instagram or email um, to see. I do memorabilia Mondays on my Facebook and Instagram where I take one item and they show it off uh, and, you know, talk about it a little bit.
0: Cool. Well, I, I definitely think people should go and check that out, especially anyone who's a Ghostbusters fan. Please go and follow Robert. I thank you very much for being on the show. I've had a great time chatting to you. And uh, after we finish recording, we, we will continue to talk about um, Victoria and, and maybe we can work something out with the uh, getting this Guinness World Record book for you.
1: There would be... Uh... That would be great. And if you ever want me back on, uh, you know who to call. I do. I do. Thanks, Robert. Thank you.
0: If you like the episode, please consider following or subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also join me on Instagram at Collecting Heroes, where you can see photos of the collections of the people that I'm talking to, as well as some of my own.